Being a financial grown-up, it's pretty hard. We know that. And that's why we need to be focusing on financial wellness. According to PwC, the majority of employees said that financial worries had a negative effect on their overall health and well-being. Money stress is expensive for companies. Workers are less productive and more likely to leave a job. They also have higher healthcare costs when they are worried about their money. Not surprising, as if healthcare costs weren't already sky high. Financial Wellness Strategies is here to help by providing engaging and yes, delightful workshops and educational programs for employees to better control finances. Anyone can lecture and run numbers. We talk about real life money stuff. Topics include setting up the best grown-up everyday money habits, managing those social media temptations to splurge, strategies to shop for the best deals at the best time, demystifying and really understanding financial lingo, strategies to steer friends and family away from those bad money decisions, and how to know when you should ignore the math that says you should do one thing with your money and focus on your goals, even when it isn't the best, quote, financial decision. It's time for your company to invest in peace of mind with financial wellness strategies. Get in touch for more information at financialwellnessstrategies.com. Welcome to the Wellness for Financial Grownups podcast. I'm your host, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of Launching Financial Grownups and the founder of Financial Wellness Strategies. It's been back to school time and many of us have either seen a kid back to school ourselves or are hearing a lot about it from friends and family. Life has become a lot more complicated for the next generation, especially when it comes to money. Now they might not be studying money directly in school as a class, but they sure are talking about it. Trust me, from social media to just interactions with their friends, with the reading on the internet, Money is very much present in their lives, and we may not want to talk about it, but the kids are hearing about it, thanks, of course, to those things like the internet and social media, often getting information and advice that is not necessarily in line with our values and our priorities, and that is where my guest this week comes in. But first, this week's quote, it is from famed investor Warren Buffett. And very appropriate for the students going back to their school routines, Warren Buffett said, quote, the more you learn, the more you earn. The more you learn, the more you earn. Something to maybe tell your child, your grandchild, your niece, nephew, or a friend of the next friend in the next generation, I should say, any young person in your life that you care about. I think that's really important to establish those relationships and be supportive. On that note, this week's guest is the executive director of the nonprofit financial education venture, Fit Money. She is Jessica Pelletier. In our conversation, we discuss the challenges faced by kids today, some of which are not new, but many of which, thanks to social media and all the technology that kids have, can create very complicated situations and some compelling conversations, which we get to. She shares some very solid and insightful advice that we can all take to heart. Here is Jessica Pelletier. Jessica Pelletier, you are a financial grown-up. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. Bobby, I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you so much for having me. You are the executive director of Fit Money, which is a nonprofit focused on educating kids and so much more. Briefly tell us about that. 
That's exactly right. We are a nonprofit. We provide curriculum tools and resources and games for teachers, schools, and even now families to get engaged with their kids to teach them about money. And this is the perfect time to have you on because many of us have kids, grandkids, Mm -hmm. children of friends, children we just love and adore that went back to school. And it's a great time to be talking about kids' relationship with money, not just directly us teaching them lessons about money, but among their peers, because we don't always think about it, but there's a lot of money lessons happening in the classroom that aren't specifically labeled as money lessons, but they have to do with their peer relationships. What's your general take on how you manage kids, money, and their friends? I think the most important thing is what you just said. We need to realize that our kids, no matter how young they are, are listening and they Mm -hmm. already have a relationship with money. In my line of work, research shows that financial behaviors are really formed by age seven. And so I think that's kind of shocking for a lot of parents and aunts and uncles to hear because they think, well, you really don't have a relationship with money until you have your first job. But that's just not true. Like you say, they're watching you know, mom and dad swipe their credit cards, order mm-hmm. things on Amazon. They're watching stressful situations when you're having to make decisions about what you can and cannot buy. And even on your, your wants, you know, we all seem to be kind of cutting back. And they're, they're making assumptions on what it means and what, what is this thing called money that all of our adults are using today. And it gets very complicated because as they get older and they start to be more independent and start to do things with their friends and classmates, money can come into the picture in unexpected ways. For example, you may have a child that wants to be very generous mm-hmm. and they want to pay for all of their friends' stuff of course, with your money. Let's say you've given them money. <laughs> Let's say they're it's age appropriate and maybe they're in middle school or high school and they've got money on an app. They'll say, oh, I'm treating my friends. I want to be the giver. What do you say to a kid? What's your take on that? Yeah. I mean, look, it's a wonderful uh, notion to, we love to say, pay it forward. And, and it right. doesn't have to just be with money. You can do, you know, yard work for a neighbor. Um, you can do lemonade stands, you know, and donate what you've earned. I'm really amazed at our young yeah. people today at this volunteer centric youth that we have, which is wonderful. You know, my, my nine year old is constantly talking about lemonade stands and where he's going to donate that money. But I do think that it's important for us to display our values at home. I think kids probably get that inclination maybe because they're seeing their parents or grandparents be that way. You know, maybe their parents are, are constantly picking up the tab at dinners. But, but you really need to watch what's happening because, as we say, perception is not always reality. I think mm-hmm. with social media, we know that well enough now that what we're seeing is probably not what's going on behind the camera. And so... Families value money in a different way. You know, some really like experiences and vacations. Some like stuff, you know, some like more expensive cars. And so it's really important to just talk about your values as a family and talk about what's important to you. Because I think the biggest problem today is people are still so afraid to talk about money. It's so true. And it's awkward because you don't want to tell a child not to be generous, but Mm -hmm. yet they can't just constantly be treating the other kids or vice versa. Sometimes you have a situation where you have a kid who may or may not have more financial resources, but maybe has more on their on their app or whatever, who's treating your child constantly and the child doesn't really think that much about it. And that can be awkward too. How do you sort of manage what do you say to the child in those situations? 
again, I think it's just so important to be as transparent as possible. I have a nine and a 12 year old, and I certainly have not taken out my mortgage statement to discuss exactly where every penny is going. But we do talk about it at the dinner table. And we do talk about, you know, when things are going well at work. And sometimes that's rewarded in the form of money, you know, Mm -hmm. um, increased money, sometimes not so well, we see a lot of people today really struggling with the way the economy is going. So I think as long as you're transparent and you're really watching what's happening, you know, if your child is coming home with new things or they mention that, you know, they had the extra ice cream, you know, where did that come from? And and really just try to understand where they're placing their value. You don't want a child to to place value on a person because they either have, you know, or don't have money. There are so many other things that obviously make a person valuable in your life. Uh, again, the friendship, the camaraderie, the athletic ability, you know, things like that, that we really want to talk about and, and make sure that they don't just kind of align themselves with, with people that are perhaps maybe picking up the tab or, or they're getting friends because maybe they're being the generous ones. It is so complicated, right? Because, and that's something that will continue on through life. So it's important to get to those values very early, as you say, and let them know that you don't have to treat everybody in order for them to be your friend. And if someone's treating you all the time, maybe you have to say, let me treat you back. Or maybe if you don't have the allowance money, whether your family's money or not, but you may have an allowance that's not the size that you can treat them or funds treat them, find other activities to do so that the other person isn't always treating you. And you mentioned social media, so complicated. How Do you have any advice for parents, grandparents, or other people who have young children or children, teens, whatever it is? in their lives that are grappling with sort of seeing these numbers out there and either feeling less than or feeling sometimes people feel very guilty if they have more than their friends and it's not necessarily earned at that age. You're so right. Uh, You know, money brings about so many emotions and feelings to people. Those that don't have, uh, that's a a feeling of panic or or real struggle. And, you know, our heart goes out to people that really, and I think we've all been there, (laughs) uh, you know, struggle with, um, with finances. But amazingly enough, there is tend to be a guilt about having it as well. Mm -hmm. You know, we're never going to level the playing field as far as income. Um, There's always differences. Look, there are differences in people's athletics. There are differences in people's understanding of certain subjects. Someone's always going to be better at science, you know, than I am. So there is always, I hate to use the word inequities, but sometimes we have Mm -hmm. to really be aware of how special that can be. If we were all the same, you know, how boring that would be. But social media tends to really focus on the inequities that I think people are striving for to always have the best clothes and always have the best figure and and things like that. And that's where it's so important to just be transparent and talk about it with your kids and really explain that oftentimes is not reality. As we say, I think schools are doing a better job. My son is now in the seventh grade and last year he had a digital literacy class and it Mm -hmm. was all about the internet and social media. So I'm thrilled that, that schools are also partnering with parents in this space We certainly hope that they're doing their job as well with financial literacy, which I know you and I care so much about. And I just think that is going to start rising up and kids are going to start to, you know, have the tools they need to address things like this that are so complicated. And one place to get those tools is Fit Money. So tell me more about Fit Money and how people can be in touch with you and learn more about all that you're doing because it is, I do want to point out, a nonprofit um, focused on financial literacy for kids, um, K through 12 at this point. So tell me more. 
So Fit Money is at fitmoney.org. And we are so excited to be philanthropically funded, which means that people care just like you and me about what we're doing enough to allow us the tools to give away all of our curricula for free. We don't ever want there to be a barrier to teaching financial literacy, whether you're in an inner city school or suburban private school. Everyone has a relationship with money in this country and around the world. So we need to start talking about it and we need the basics. And we advocate that that should start as early as kindergarten. So if you've got that five-year-old at home, go on our website. We've got some great games and really fun ways to talk about you know, needs and wants, which I think is the most basic thing we need to talk about. And if you're a a teacher that's got juniors and seniors, we've got tools for you as well, all completely free. And hopefully you'll just find what you need on our website. Jessica, thank you so much. This is all wonderful. Bobby, it was so great to be here. We all want to live our best financial grown-up lives. One way to do that is to know that the people that we care about are also in a good place when it comes to their money. That might mean our kids, our grandkids, and yes, even our friends. But how? I mean, it's kind of awkward. You see them struggling, pretending to know more than they do, or just making bad money decisions, but you don't know what to say. And even if you say something supportive, then what? That's why I wrote Launching Financial Grownups. In Launching Financial Grownups, I share the tools and strategies so you know what to say to take the pressure off and give those you love the confidence they need. It's all about giving those we care about the right amount of help at the right time so they can not only learn what they need to know about being financial grownups, but also be confident that they can do it and that you will be there to cheer them on. Pick up a copy of my book, Launching Financial Grownups. I promise you'll be so happy that you did. My friends, this week's extra credit assignment is to find a young person that you care about. It can be your child or your child's friends, maybe the whole friend group, or just someone in your life that is in the process of growing up. We can define young, I guess, however we want to define it. Ask them to talk about money. Open up a conversation about finances and money. It doesn't have to be directly about their money or your money, maybe something in the news, but just ask them something, anything about what's important to them and just get the conversation going. I promise it's going to be super enlightening and maybe even elevate your relationship in a new way. New perspectives are always good. And I find as much as we have to teach the younger generation, sometimes we walk away learning a lot as well. DM me and let me know how it goes. On Instagram, I am at BobbyRebel1. That's B-O-B-B-I-R-E-B-E-L-L and then the number one. You can also reach me by getting on my Substack newsletter list that has a whole messaging tool as well. That is at bobbyrebel.substack.com. And by signing up, you will get free money tips and relevant information twice a month, along with some perks that I have planned in the near future. So you definitely want to be on board. More on that soon, but you have to be on the list. Big thanks to Jessica Pelletier of Fit Money for helping us all be financial grownups and invest in peace of mind. Wellness for Financial Grownups is a production of BRK Media. Editing and production by Steve Stewart. Guest coordination, social media support, and show notes by Ali Bourbon. Artwork by Chelsea Perez. You can find the podcast show notes, which include links to resources mentioned on the show, as well as show transcripts by going to my website, bobbyrebel.com. To get even more out of this podcast, make sure you are also on our newsletter list, 
to get more free content to live your best financial grown-up lives. There is a link in the show notes, but you can also sign up by going to bobbyrebell.com or financialwellnessstrategies.com and be a friend. Share the podcast with your friends and anyone you think might like it by taking a screenshot and sharing it on social media. Make sure to tag me on Instagram at bobbyrebell1. While you're there, follow me. If you DM me that you listen to the podcast, I will follow you back. You can also leave a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Reading each one means the world to me. And please support our merch shop, grownupgear.com, by picking up fun gifts for your grown-up friends and treating yourself as well. Finally, my grown-up friends, don't forget to invest in peace of mind. Thanks, everyone.